welcome into Camel Call Friday with my good friend Evan Budrovich. I'm Chris Haymeyer. Graduation weekend is upon us. Congrats. Championship week is upon us. Our final three baseball home games of the season are upon us. Also, this Monday night, May 15th, our final Camel Call live show of the season. If you haven't been out to the county seat yet on Monday night, Come on out. We're doing baseball for our final show. I thought you were going to say the student-athlete graduation on Monday for the softball team and the track team that are on the road this week. Yeah. Well, but I, but you, I like you, what you're saying. You're going to have to explain that a little more because graduation, you're right, graduation weekend, which uh, starts on Thursday, goes through Saturday. Monday, this is a special thing, but for the student-athletes. And the provost, Mark Hammond, who is stepping down, moving into a professor role, this summer. Dr. Mark Hammond. Dr. Hammond. This is his final graduation ceremony that he'll oversee. Yeah. And it's typically 15 to 20 athletes, maybe more with track this year just because of bigger roster. But the kids who can't make it in person, they do a nice in Butler Chapel, which is our on-campus chapel. And I love it, too, because all the parents show up that were at different tournaments. The student athletes, their teammates come. And, you know, last year it was baseball because they were on the road. This year it's softball who might come back with a trophy. So that would be a heck of a way to celebrate graduation. Possibly impossible to schedule this for a conference uh, for a conference schedule, but I always thought they should do their best to try and make it so you can come back for for that. You know, track, they, that's, I think, why they do Wednesday through Friday. But I, I always thought it's a great ceremony. It's a little bit of shame that more people – adults that put together schedule can't figure out a way to let these people that have been students and athletes but the good news justin Hare made note of that and the baseball games at six on saturday no doubt and that's and and rightfully so because uh because it should be you're right that uh that brings us into our final three home games of the season for baseball six on friday with fireworks six on saturday uh 2 p.m on sunday we'll talk a little bit more about that but first as we talked about as we speak here on Friday, both Campbell softball and track and field battling for Big South Conference championships. We'll start with softball. Grabbed a share of the Big South Conference regular season title last week, the third straight regular season title. That's a program first. And now, this weekend, they're going for their third straight conference title, which would also be a program first. I mean, Friday's where it all comes, comes to be, right? Four-team double elimination. All you have to do is win Friday, either elimination round, winner's round, and then Saturday's a treat because you can win that 1 o'clock game and you're a champ on day three. You know, the if necessary game, that's that's a part of it. But, man, this team has been so good all year. Yeah. The all-conference awards, and we want to touch on that. Nine. Bella Smith, pitcher of the year. We had kind of figured that, but I'm glad the voters. Yeah. I have a little gripe on the coach of the year stuff. I, you know, Because, I, yes, first Trina year Prater coach. should be the coach of the and year. I, and I get it. They were a done. preseason, but they weren't even preseason number one. They weren't preseason number one because they were voted third. But I also understand that coaches have gripes and, you know, Campbell's leaving the league and they've done really – so I, I get why. Yeah, when I, did not, I did not get to vote on that one. But well, because yeah. coaches, you know, you put six coaches no in a room and no administrators doubt. and they vote. And, and that may be why Justin Hare won't win coach of the year this year. It would be a shame. If he didn't, I don't know how he wouldn't. Yeah, not... unless McGuire and Upstate beat Campbell in a series somehow, which mm. I don't even think is possible. But For- foreshadowing, we'll we'll talk about that. But outside of that crazy scenario, then Hare will win Coach of the Year, and I imagine Givens on one of the men's or women's side will win Coach of the Year yeah. this week. 
Yeah, yeah, softball, uh, it all comes down. Championship day is on Saturday. That'll be on ESPN Plus at 1. Radford is hosting. It's just a top four. Radford finished dead last <laughs> in softball, Will, and baseball. We shouldn't laugh. We, we love our friends up in, uh, up in Radford, but they're having trouble with the, with the, with the Diamond Sports this year. Um, and then it moves really, really fast. Like, you forget with, with these sports in the spring. It happens with basketball, too, and a lot of other ones, but – Softball championship will will find the winner. Hopefully, it'll be and Campbell. that's a selection Sunday. Yeah, night, right? and then Sunday night they find out where they're going. Tuesday or Wednesday they get on a plane or bus, and they are playing on Friday in the regional. So it is a wild week. You get to enjoy it, and you will enjoy it for a lot. But then you find out where you're going, and then you go. So it happens so very quickly and uh and keep an eye on it'll Duke happen for Campbell as a top again. 10 team that would local. be great florida state is, is somewhat local i know that's yeah. a seven eight hour drive but just some possibilities yeah yeah campbell campbell Clemson with, with is this a top run team. for softball has been put to oklahoma state and tennessee it would be nice man duke would be so nice i know not an exotic destination for the girls but it would be so great for everybody to be able to come and, and see them. Again, wishful thinking. Well, I mean, outside of the new Vegas ballpark for Major League, what is an exotic location, <laughs> yeah. really, if we're being honest? I mean, yeah. You want yeah. a best chance to win, and you want well, people to see you. you know, you know, Clemson may be better than Durham. You no know, doubt. Even though me and you, we, we both love the Bull City. Indeed, indeed. All right, so softball, good luck to them. Track and field. We are in the middle of it right now, track and field. Boy, we had a we had a really great night with their head coach, Virgil Givens, and then six of his student athletes. They were on Camel Call Live on Monday. Great stuff for this team that uh, really is locked in. They, they love each other. They love their coach. This has been, and this is not an exaggeration, the best year in the history of Campbell track and field outdoor. They have smashed records. They have done a little bit of everything. I will tell you this, and this is what Coach told us on Monday, they probably do not have the numbers because in a track and field team championship, it's all about, hey, do you have four that you can enter in each event because you get points for seventh place? High Point has that because they put a lot of emphasis on track. We do too, but that is their sport over there. They don't have football. And well, men's lacrosse. Well, yeah. And they put all of that towards that. So it's accumulation of points. And what I think is going to happen is what happened in the indoor. We won a lot of gold medals. We had a lot of most outstanding and most valuable athletes. And we came in second in the team, but already won gold uh, in the men's javelin on day one for, for the track and field team. And the women through day one are in first place. Yeah. As we film this. So they're doing really well. You know, it's tough, like you said. Team championship is one thing. Maybe best performing team is another yeah. award that never gets a trophy, but you can remember that forever. Well, and it's a little bit of a different thing, too, because, look, the, the team, there, there's no automatic, there's no team NCAA championship. And the good thing is it's all about times. Even if you get first place, you don't go on unless you are in the top. I think maybe it's 20 to 30, depending yeah. on what event there's two regionals, the usually at East and a West. Yep. and. The great news is Campbell already has more athletes than they've ever had before that have qualified time-wise, height-wise, throw-wise for the regionals that are coming up May 24th and 27th in Jacksonville. So even if they don't get the team championship, 
you will be able to follow and see a lot more as uh, as we have some. Is our man Adam Polanski going to be on the ground and give us some live coverage? Yeah, yeah. So 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 Jacksonville University. Um, we have some friends that are that are at that university. They put on the regionals, and so he actually reached out to me to see if I knew anybody that could do color for track and field. I'll have to tell you more about that uh, that that story. It's, it involves someone that we both know uh, well getting involved in that. You'll you'll chuckle. That's for the uh, camel call. After, After dark, dark uh, podcast, the nitro edition that comes on nowhere, nowhere you get your podcast, but it's just me and Evan it's usually talking. Us in the K house, just talking push, in the morning. <laughs> we push stop on this. All right, let's get back to it because sports is very, very serious. Baseball, yeah. seriously good. Ranked 13th in the nation. Their RPI is 22. That changes day to day. If it's like, wait a second, I thought they were 20 and 21. Sometimes you beat well, teams. Well, here's and drop. the backstory. You'll love this. The website that produces the RPI, WarrenNolan.com, okay. did not put in our loss to Duke at home. What? So our record was 37-9, and nine, which then you add the loss. So the RPI did shake four or five points. Mm. Not a crazy drop, but yeah. Davis and I were looking at the record like, wait a second, we only have 10 losses. Why do we have nine? So Davis sent an email, Davis Dupree, the sports contact for baseball. Everything's good now. So when you look at the RPI, it yeah. all makes sense. Okay. All right. RPI 22, still in the mix to host oh, a, God, yeah. a regional, which is awesome, and you wouldn't know to the week, speaking of things happening all of a sudden. So final three home games against Gardner-Webb. Who nearly beat Carolina this week. Gardner-Webb right now is third in the Big South Conference, only four make it, so this is a huge series for them. Final three home games of the year for Campbell. Six on Friday, fireworks Friday, six on Saturday, 2 p.m. on Sunday. There's stuff going on, uh, multiple things going on in every game, so go to GoCamels.com. Your Campbell baseball team has now won six straight. They are 37-10 and 10 and 19-2 and two in the Big South Conference. Pair that with the fact that last year they were 20-3. and three. So your Campbell baseball team over the last two years in the conference is 39-5. and five. They have not dropped a conference series since 2021, and that was the last time they dropped two conference games in a row, and it was at the end of one series and the beginning of another series. Well, this year alone, they've never lost three straight. They lost the two straight going into finals, and we talked it's about just that. just once, though, right? And, they and only they've lost come two back, straight once. Yeah, they, had, they didn't lose three straight. In, the last time would have been Maryland, that opening weekend yeah. a year prior. But to come back and just beat the brakes off Wilmington, I know neither team threw their best arms, but to be able to score 24 runs, wind was blowing out. A lot of things happened, but Lawson Harrell hit a ball 460 to dead center, and it went over that high center field wall. Uh, that offense is clicking. I mean, can they score 10 a night? They clearly can. They've surpassed Florida Gulf Coast as the highest-scoring team in the country. Averaging 10 runs per game, playing a very good schedule. Which four or five years ago, you remember, this offense was bunt, get them over, get them in, and put yeah. up five a night. And now it's become a, a home-run hitting offense. I think what's been the, the most impressive, if you look in this six-game win streak, Campbell has won at North Carolina, beat Elon, beat the breaks off UNC Asheville, averaging 13 runs per game and then beating UNCW, who was in first place in the CAA, which is a very good conference and has between five and seven, depending on the day, in the top 100 of RPI. Cam uh, Big South only has one. It's Campbell. That's how good that conference is. They were at the top of the conference. Oh, by the way, we'll be in that conference next year. Beat them 24-5. to five. Again, Tuesday games sometimes get out of hand. But, but they that's won the series. Great. They won both, well, which gives you a preview that Campbell will be in the top third of the league when they join day one. And they have done that without 
They're ace. Kate Keeler. Their ace, who I was, I was waiting for you to say it, and then I drew a blank on the name because there's too many. We gotta say King. It always or says Joker. Like, or whenever I say his first name, I always go a box record. It's like no, box record's pretty good too. Yeah. But Cade Keeler, their ace, and that's pretty good. It's a, it's an illness. He should be back soon, um, which is good. And and you know what? A, a couple of weeks of rest is not uh, the worst thing. In the world. So anyway, here we go. We, we come back. Gardner Webb coming up. There is still drama. Believe it or not, as good as all that yeah, they, is, they still might not be able to sweep, clinch the the tournament this weekend. Right, right. There is still there is still drama in the fact that USC Upstate, right behind them, in second place. Campbell Campbell is in the Big South Conference tournament because they have seven in in the loss in the loss column. It's only four, but USC Upstate is 17 and 4 and Campbell will play at USC Upstate next week in final three game series of the year. So this is going to be really really interesting. Campbell's magic number, I'm not very good at math, but I believe it's 5. So for them to clinch this weekend, Campbell would have to win all three, which they certainly can do. And USC Upstate would have to lose two. Upstate is at Charleston Southern, who is one of Come on, Mark, really McMillan. five McMillan. teams that is battling for uh, the third and fourth spot. Gardner-Webb, one of the teams that's coming in. That's why it's going to be a tough series, is battling to stay up there. But Gardner-Webb went through both with nine in the loss column. Charleston Southern with 10. Presbyterian High Point, Longwood, 12, 12, and 13. Those teams are all in the mix for the Big South Conference Tournament. So Charleston Southern will give USC Upstate everything. It is most likely going to come down to the last weekend. Hopefully Campbell will need a win, maybe two. And I don't think a bad thing to still have a little bit of pressure, baseball games going on, even if it's the last weekend. Maybe Well, you and the good news, on Sunday, they can clinch a share of the title. So in theory, yeah. at home on right. Senior Day, maybe Upstate loses and some things happen, but... They could clinch being yeah. up a couple four, games. Ma- magic number four to clinch a to clinch a share a of share. the title. Which obviously they want the, the, the yeah. outright title. And going to Upstate and winning on their field would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, that sparked the infamous C.J. Pachaka uh, boombox video where they swept Upstate two years ago during COVID <laughs> when uh, Tommy Boy threw like a – now, I don't think this was statted correctly, but they claimed an 85-pitch complete game win which we realized the statisticians <laughs> were just wrong. They did not do the stats right. But he threw a complete That's game, and then the first starter, uh, Chassis, threw, a compl- I think, an eight-inning or nine-inning start, and they just ran the brakes off Upstate. So they love playing the Spurs. I mean, that, that, that is such a, that is such a deep dive. That is for uh, Evan Budrovich's Campbell Baseball last four years podcast, that's where spring, he uses everybody's last name and mentions memes. That spring of 21 is just imprinted <laughs> in my brain. That was such a hectic year. As you all remember, it was the fall sports and the yeah. spring sports together yeah. at the same time. You've lost uh, you, you you've lost my wife with your with your deep dive. Who is a morning listener to the Camel Call podcast now? I think she ran out of Bravo podcast to listen to. She came on the hour. She's like, "I'm learning a lot here." I'm like, "Yes, I've been telling you that for the last nine months that uh, Evan and I are pretty darn entertaining." We well, have a lot to we're talk not, about, but <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of good information. I feel. Moral of the story is though. <laughs> If Campbell wins out, it would be the second best season ever by a Big South team. Coastal was undefeated in 2008-2009. Yeah, they ran the table. <laughs> I got to check which year. It's 08 or 09. Wow. But only two losses would be a, a heck of a run. That's amazing. And you're right though, from an RPI standpoint, at 22, they still play ECU, who's yep. back in the top 25. And Upstate has a top 100-ish RPI. That's not a bad series. Gardner-Webb 
has ranked wins. So, again, it's not like you're playing Radford to end the year. Your no. resume won't hurt because yeah. of these games. Yeah. There and won't be phantom rainstorms on Tuesday canceling a game for our friends up in Raleigh. You know, if you, yeah. if you know, if you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Big South Conference baseball tournament, by the way, it's still two weeks away. And that's going to be up, up at High Point again Thursday uh, through Saturday. So that should be fun as well. A, a fun time of year. Again, good luck to our track and field and softball teams. Our uh, women's team at the NCAA tournament, as far as golf goes, yeah. a top 10 finish up there uh, for them. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to all of our graduates. And congrats to Stan Cole. Yeah. This is his final sport as a primary contact, right? Well, well, Barry in the lead, but he probably will still be doing golf until oh. he retires well, from the university yeah. or things like that. He really he really loves golf and he's been so good to the golf team. So, we'll cut that out in post. Don't worry about it. All right, Evan, you're covering every single graduation. I'll let you get back to work. Thank you for being on. Yeah, we got Divinity at ROTC next. So if you guys are ready, (laughs) come join me. For Evan, I'm Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Final Camel Call Live coming up on Monday at the county seat. Have a great weekend, everybody. Happy graduation.